0: podcast show for dads about dads being dads. I'm your host, Brian Ward. Thank you for listening. If you're new to the show, I hope you enjoy listening. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. My guest today on Dad Up is Noel Fenderson. Noel is a driven businessman and co-owner of multiple companies under the brand MyTown in Memphis, Tennessee. His companies include MyTown Movers, MyTown Roofing, Gravity Memphis, Exalt Digital Marketing, and in addition to that, he serves as the founder and president of two nonprofits, MyTown Miracles and Ministry. But Noel didn't start off as a business owner. As he grew up, he always wanted to help, serve, and protect others, which led him to the field of law enforcement for six years, where he served as a police officer on the SWAT team. But it was during those years as a police officer that had a deep impact on him. It was put on his heart to leave the force full-time to focus on leading, providing, and protecting his family. He is a husband and father of four, and he understands the pressure of work and life balance. I appreciate Noel talking with me on Dad Up. In our conversation, he speaks to how he and his wife balance their busy schedules and still find quality time not only with each other, but with their kids. Please welcome Noel Fenderson to DadUp.
1: All right, Noel, I just wanted to uh, thank you for being on uh, Dad Up today. I appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy, so I'm glad we were able to finally connect.
2: Yeah, I am too. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you.
1: Good. Uh, do me a favor, Noel, can you um, just tell my listeners a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your story, about what you do, and um, a little bit about family and your kids and all that?
2: Yeah, sure. So, uh, my name is Noel Fenderson. I am uh, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee, and I was uh, born, kind of a little personal story, just uh, my mom has been married and divorced uh, five times, so came from a, a fatherlessness home, uh, thankful to have my grandfather and my uncle in my life to kind of step in and help with that father role. But my mom was uh, fulfilling both sides of that. So that's kind of the, the background of life. And, uh, you know, fast forward to today, I am a entrepreneur. I'm a partner in multiple different companies and I also have a couple of nonprofits in the uh, nonprofit sector. And I am married to my beautiful bride. We've been uh been together for a while now, going on 13 years, and we have been married for, this will be our ninth year, and we have four little ones, uh, wow. two girls, two boys. My daughter is six. Uh, I've got two boys in the middle who are four, and one just recently turned three, and then my youngest is a girl, and she is about to be nine months. Wow. So, yeah, we got a full house.
1: <laughs> you got your hands full. You guys got your hands full there. My kids are grown now. They're both uh, adults. My oldest is 21. My, my uh, youngest eighteen. So I got two boys and, uh, awesome. so you have four young ones. Now, um, you talked about your businesses. You talked about your, um, uh, kind of what you're doing as an entrepreneur. Can you share a little bit more about that? Like what are your businesses? What do you do exactly? Yeah.
2: So we are in the home service world. So we, we have a lot of our for-profit companies. In, involve anything from moving. Uh, we have a company called My Town Movers and roofing, My Town Roofing. We do all types of, uh, maintenance. We do power washing, anything just really revolving the home. So we, we try to provide customers just peace of mind and anything that they, they need They call us for that. So we also have, we're part of a couple of different other firms, marketing company and, uh, our nonprofit sector. We have one that's locally tied to our brand, my town miracles, and we provide security and stability to children. We, we help them experience Christ's love through that. And then our, another one is called ministry spelled. M E N it's, uh, we train and equip men locally to send them out on mission uh, locally and globally.
1: So we send that's awesome teams all over
2: the world and mission trips, disciple making plants we train and equip local pastors all over the
1: world. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So
2: that's, a we, way to bring we,
1: back, so that's awesome. Yeah. We
2: view all of our businesses, businesses, missions, so they're all intentionally structured to to funding them. So. We try to make as much profits as we can, but there's a bigger picture behind it.
1: So. Right. Right. And that's yeah. cool. That's uh, good for you, man. And uh, that's really uh, that's really neat. So when it comes yeah. to your, uh, when it comes to your kids, what kind of things you, you know, like, what do you enjoy most about being a dad? I guess you've got four young ones, you're trying to run some businesses. Uh, you got some nonprofits that you're trying to keep going. So it's got, there's gotta be a balance. So. What do you enjoy most about it? You know,
2: I think would describe that as just this unexplainable joy that you have when you combine this enormous privilege and responsibility of being a dad. And I just love that. I love how it, it just helps you, for me personally, just align my life of what's really important, teaches me a lot. You know, all the challenges that come with that, and the joy that comes with that. It's just, I just love that.
1: Well, awesome. Now that you said the challenges that come with that, what, what kind of challenges do you face as a dad?
2: Well, you know, as you mentioned, we just, Being in the business world, an entrepreneur, I mean, no matter if you're an entrepreneur or not, just working a job, my current challenge in this season of life, is really getting a quality one-on-one time with having four, Uh, one's a baby, so it's not as important, but, you know, I think dads, you know, we're super intentional at work and we schedule one-on-one time with our employees or people that work underneath us, but a lot of times we feel like doing that with our own family, so... Uh, that's having four and also prioritizing my wife and getting, you know, date nights regular with her. I just have to be really intentional about, about doing that and getting one-on-one time with my my wife and my little one. So that's the biggest challenge I'm currently facing during this season right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's, that's what a, a lot of, a lot of dads face that, uh, a lot of dads face that, especially um, entrepreneurs. It's, it's, It's hard to, it's hard to find that balance. But what important is when you do find the balance and you're able to spend that time with your children, it's one-on-one time. There's no interaction as far as with your phone or, you know, there's no interruption, I should say with your phone or, or any of those things. It's a direct one-on-one because they see those things. They see how you're interacting with them. And if they don't see see that you're tuned in, they can pick up on it pretty young, so if they don't see that you're tuned in totally. So they, that sticks with them. So yeah. So when you when you became a dad, how did your life change? Man,
2: it just God used them in this great and unique way of showing me who He is. Uh, just reflecting on on that. When I became a dad, like I just got to learn so much about myself and about God from being a dad and just seeing how God is this loving Father. And he only wants the best for his sons and daughters and viewing that for me too. And anything ranging from discipline to, you know, time together and stuff like that. Like I just view that like a loving father is going to discipline his family. A loving father is going to be intentional about spending time with them. And, you know, that, that taught me a lot about that. I I just experienced God in a whole different, unique way. And that's what I really love about it.
1: Right. That's, that's key. Now, um, you said, you know, one of the things that I think about when our lives change, how our lives change when we became a dad is that it's no more about us, right? Hmm. We have to. We have to. We now are taking care of another human being, and we have to raise that right. human being as best as we can. So, but that's certainly important, especially the discipline side of it. Uh, how, how we discipline and how we manage our kids, for sure. So, how yeah. do you guys discipline? How do you guys handle the discipline in, in your family? Yeah, you
2: know, where I mean, they're they're young, so you know, with with having different male, female, and different ages, discipline is just so different with with each one of my kids. They're all so different, and unique, and discipline really works differently for him. So for example, like my oldest daughter, you know, she's just this sweet soul and I can just look at her appointment and she can get upset. And, <laughs> and so, you know, I don't really have to discipline her very often. But my oldest son, my four-year-old, I mean, he is just, he is a wild man. I just love him. <laughs> He's just got my personality. But currently, Ryle, right what's working pretty well is push-ups. So oh. I, I just kind of have this mentality. He's either going to be obedient or strong. So if he's disobedient or disrespectful, I just I just have him drop and give me ten. And he he we've it's kind of been a cool thing where he, you know, we talk about strength and talk about being a man and incorporating this warrior mentality that I think we have have generations where we've taken that and sucked that out of manhood. So I'm trying to keep that with him, and it's been that's been pretty good. My two year old son is time out, so that's working pretty well.
1: Right.
2: And then I just know that like what's What's important about discipline is that I want my kids to understand that in life, they're always under authority. So this authority now is authority given from God to the parents from God. And then when they leave my home one day, that they're still going to be under authority, it's just from God and it's all out of love and it's all out of what's best for them and their best interests. So that's what I'm really trying to be intentional about incorporating in their life right now.
1: Okay. All right. Now, when you're, uh, when you have to tell your son to, uh, to give you pushups, does he ever, uh, does he ever know that he did something wrong or maybe talk back to you or something and just drop down and started doing pushups without you even having to say anything? Uh,
2: you know, he, he learned pretty quick to listen <laughs> to that, <laughs> but I I do this thing where I, I tell him, Hey, you know, you're making a bad choice and I always try to reiterate that your choices have consequences. And you chose this, and this is the consequence of the choice that you made. So that way he knows all throughout life, like there's, there's consequences, good and bad with each decision and choice that you make. So Mm -hmm. thank him, uh, not often, but he does get spanked. Uh, sometimes if, you know, depending on the discipline, uh, this one is just working the best right now, currently for us. So, (laughs) you know, sometimes he tries to do like. He'll just do five push ups and he'll try to cut corners <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs>
2: he knows uh he knows when he when he's not doing them so he, right. he's liking it though he's been good for
1: us <laughs> cool
2: yeah. Now, do
1: your older kids they probably don't have cell phones i'm I'm guessing
2: yeah, they do not, so they're all yeah. they're all six and under we haven't crossed that bridge yet, like you said, you kind of mentioned it I'm trying to just model that in our home of you know not being. Always on my phone, or whether it be work or social media, really guard guard my time in the evening times. I've just got just such a short window of time with my family when I get off yeah. work. Being in you know being in business, I'm thankful for a great team, or I don't have to be glued to my phone and just really know that hey, this time, and and people generally understand that unless it's an emergency, I mean, hey, this. You're, you're supposed to be with your family and that can even be used as a discipleship tool with other men. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to have my phone. I'm not going to be in communication with you because I'm with my family and that's my right. most yeah. priority. So really try to model that. Don't do a perfect job of it, but really try to.
1: Right. Well, that's uh, the reason I asked about the cell phones, right? I mean, I'm sure your kids have some access to social media, maybe at least the older ones, maybe they have an iPad or something that they're able to able to play with or or do you guys know? No,
2: no we, we don't allow that. We don't allow that right now. We just don't see a lot of healthiness come out of that, especially right. how young they are. Right. So we are avoiding that right now. <laughs>
1: we're okay. Gonna, well, that's. We're going
2: to kind of plant our eggs trying to avoid that at all costs for as yeah. long as possible. Well, that's
1: cool. Okay. Well, good for you. Well, what, now when it comes to uh, your businesses and stuff, is that something that you would encourage your kids to do? What if they wanted to kind of go in? To business for themselves or is that something that yeah
2: and i would love them to. i i really love being an entrepreneur and i think with all their different personalities <laughs> you can just see they'd be great at it in different unique ways so i uh i even do some time especially try to do this with my oldest son right now i'll just kind of you know bring him with me to some meetings or
0: oh cool you know to
2: my office and uh, he, he, they always get excited. I say, Hey, can we come to work with you? And so when, when I can, I don't do it like every day or every week, but as much as possible, i say, Hey, come to work with me and just let them see like, this is, you know, relationships that come with it and just how to, how to act and how we're, we're meant to be in community and, and things like that. So I try to model that as much as possible.
1: All right. Well, cool. Did, are they into sports or anything?
2: They, they've done a little bit. My, my daughter did dance last year. A little okay. after school program at school and and whatnot, but you know, again, just just so young right now, so haven't right. gotten into that stage of every night practice and <laughs> I see that, a lot of friends and, and stuff.
1: It, right if they if they did get into uh, sports, softball, baseball, whatever it is, is that something like uh, that you'd be interested in as far as coaching? Maybe.
2: Yeah, I definitely would. You know, just to. Again, just spend, spend as much time with them as possible. Uh, right. Definitely, I see that. I see the great communities built around it and uh, the relationships that are built, a lot of life lessons made out on the field. So.
1: <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's one thing that I, I've coached both my boys since they were four years old in uh, in, in baseball, flag football, basketball, and, uh, and even I've had the opportunity to coach my younger son who's a senior in high school now. Um, I'm, I'm coaching on his, um, varsity basketball team. So what I've, the reason I've done it is because it's, I'm kind of selfish with my, with them. So I want to spend as much time as I can with them. And yeah. I just find that as another opportunity. If I'm one of the parents that are just dropping off for practice or, or the games and I'm just kind of watching, I'm really not interacting with my kid. I may be watching them, but I'm not interacting with them. So it's one of the reasons why I took up coaching. So if they do get into sports, I would, I would recommend if you have the time, I know you're super busy, but if you have the time, why don't you, um, why don't you uh, try coaching?
2: I love that. And I uh, I had a pastor one time who, who had this program called 7,000 days and, it was the average amount of time that you have with your kids from crib to college is about 7,000 oh, wow. days. And uh, I even got an app on my phone for each one of my kids. You put their birthday in, gives you a, a countdown of how many days, months, weeks, you have <laughs> with your kids. And, and it just, man, well, to your point, you got to be, uh, you want to spend time with them and you you don't have that much time with them. And any opportunity like coaching and stuff like that, I'm all.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. No, it it goes it goes super fast, no, it really does. I mean, I can like I said, my older son 21, he's a junior in college right now, and it seems like just yesterday that that we were bringing him home from the hospital. It's crazy how fast it goes. Man. So cherish man, man. as much time as you can with them because uh when they even when they get into their teenage years, the last thing they want to do is hang out with dad and mom. They want to go, you know, <laughs> hang out with their friends and stuff. Uh, right. So just just cherish it, but at the same time, when they do get to that age where they're wanting to go hang out with friends, that's more opportunity that you get to spend with your wife, you know?
0: Yeah, that's that's right.
1: <laughs> that's great. So uh, <laughs> let me ask you this: What do you what do you wish you knew before you had kids that you actually know now?
2: And just how unbelievable it is. You so know, it says in scripture that, that children are a blessing from God, and man, it is so true. I just I wish I would have had them sooner. To be honest with you. I meet so many men these days that are putting off having kids and, and it's just like, man, like they're just missing the joy that right. comes. At, at, so I just, that that's one thing I wish I knew for sure. <laughs>
1: right. It's amazing the, the way, um, you know, I see it in just you know, friends that I have that have just held off until they were, you know, in their, in their late thirties before they started having kids. And and the way I see it is you're not as, you're not as young as you used to be, so you wanna be able to be out there running around with them, playing ball with them and, and the older you get, the harder that's gonna get, you know? Right. So absolutely. yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Um Well good. What uh you know, you're you're a pretty new dad. I mean you've got you've mm-hmm. got four kids, but what advice do you give to new dads or even soon to be new dads?
2: Scripture tells us that, you know, we are to train up our kids in the way they should go but I think it's really important that you must be sure you're living that way yourself. And I really think that your kids are going to get their first view of God from their earthly father. Right. And we just, you know, that advice, you know, you have to be fierce and ridiculously intentional about this. And you have got to model that out in your home, how you treat your wife, what they see you do with God is it this something, you know, that's just kind of like a, a box check or is it like you're part of your entire life?
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I, I think we, we need to look in the mirror and, and look at how we're doing that personally and realize that I had a, a guy disciples me. He says that our compromise in this is the next generation standard. Oh wow! Um, so if whatever we compromise in our walk, in our faith, that's the standard of the next generation and I was reading Psalms the other day and it was just talking about how we're, there are generations that were not passed on and the effect that that has on the society and the home. And coach said one time, kind of like running a relay race, the most races are won or lost in the passing of the baton. That's where most, most of the. The ball is dropped, right? So, just how important it is to pass that on to the next generation. So. Well, wow,
1: that, that's uh, that's profound. I, I that's a great way to look at it is um, the, the, the way we live our lives now is the standards for the next generation. It's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Well, cool. I got. I, I know you're busy. I got one more question for you. I wanna I wanna get you on with the rest of your day, but it's yeah. a tough one. It's one that I ask all my dads. But if you had the secret to raising good kids, what do you think that secret would be, Neil?
2: Man, I would say this this secret sauce that I apply to any area of life, whether it be making disciples, raising kids, marriage, whatever you want to, you know, even running a business, would be without a doubt John 15, the abiding in Christ. This that would be the secret sauce to your life to to abide in Christ says apart from him you can do nothing and if you can if you read that and you see this this relationship this abiding relationship where you make yourself at home in christ's love like that is the secret sauce where everything else will flow out of and all the fruit will come out of that and if you look at all the all the verses all the text in john 15 the only command is to abide in him Mm -hmm. and if we if we get that Man, I can tell you the days that I'm not doing that very well. Man, my my parenting is lacking. My marriage is lacking. Like, everything in my life. So, that I really uh, cling to that, encourage husbands out there, fathers out there to just memorize John 15 and let that be just their life. Just strive
1: for that. That's, that's awesome. That's a great, that's a great answer. And, uh, you know, it kind of goes along the way. You got to live your life through God and with God and be guided by God in your own home. Because your kids, as you said before, your kids are watching you and they watch how you interact. They watch how you carry yourself. They watch the emotions or expressions you have in your face. They see how you interact with your wife and regardless of their age, they understand it, right? Yeah. They understand sure, sure. it, so, yeah, um, well, that, that's a great answer and no, That's a great answer. Uh, great okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, well, I'm going to let you get on with the rest of your day, but I wanted to uh, thank you again for taking a few minutes to chat with my Dad up today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship. I wish you all success, not only in your family, but also in your business life as well.
2: Thank you so much, Brian. appreciate what you're doing for dads out there, and hope – Hope this uh, encourages them, and uh, I know you're doing a great job with it, so keep it up.
0: All right.
1: I appreciate you saying that, Noel. Thanks, Brian.
0: Thank you again to Noel for talking with me on Data. As you heard, Noel's very busy but is truly passionate about being not only a man of faith but also a significant father to his kids. Noel represents the Data community very well. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show, and as I said before, please subscribe. It is also important to share the show with others. The only way this show gets traction and continues to get noticed is if you're sharing it. Excited about upcoming shows, some great guests lined up, so stay locked in for those. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for guests, or would like to be a guest yourself, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at Ward, or you can email me at DadUpTribe at gmail.com. As always, I'm your host, Brian Ward. Thank you for listening. This is Dad Up.